You are listening to the Sports Daily. I'm your host, Reality Steve. Thank you for tuning in. I am so beat right now. I will get through today's action in March Madness. The craziness that was some of the games today. Go over some news and notes and then kind of look ahead to tomorrow's games. See how your bracket's doing. And we will get to that momentarily. Okay, I have to tell you what happened yesterday. And that is the fact that there was a mix-up in terms of me having reserved seats at the sportsbook yesterday for the Venetian. I had talked to them on Wednesday. I thought we were good. We weren't. But they still had seats available on a first-come, first-served basis. Well, I'm not coming out to Vegas for March Madness and not getting a seat. I'm not going to stand. No chance. So I didn't take any chances yesterday. And I got down to the sportsbook at 5.30 in the morning. There was one other person there. But hey, I got my seats. However, that means I had three hours to kill, three and a half hours before the first tip-off even happened. I don't even know how I made it through yesterday. Remember when I had Josh Mooney on the podcast last Friday? He joined me yesterday. He came, he flew in. And remember when I asked him, hey, Josh, outside of getting something to eat and going to the bathroom, will I ever leave my seat on Thursday and Friday at the Venetian Sportsbook? And by golly, I didn't outside of eating and going to the bathroom. So it was one hell of a day. All right, let's get started. I'm sorry if my voice is a little shot. <clears throat> it just, that's just the way the cookie crumbles. Okay, um, uh, we got to talk about it. <laughs> for two weeks, for two weeks, all I've been talking about is I absolutely love Furman. It's the one team that I really like. I really think they can beat Virginia. Virginia lost in the first round in 2018. The only time a number one seed has ever lost to a 16 seed. They came back the next year and won the national championship, and they've yet to win a tournament game since they won the national championship. In 2021, they lost in the first round to Ohio, a game that I also bet yesterday, an absolute great game between them and Furman. And look, I think Furman should have, I mean, not saying that they should have blown them out, but Furman's best player was in foul trouble the whole time. Mike Bothwell, who's the player of the year in the SOCON, foul trouble the whole game. I don't even think he played 20 minutes. And they still pulled it out. Boneheaded play by Kia Clark at the end by Virginia. Don't know why he threw that pass when they had a timeout. Furman intercepts it, hits the three with two seconds left. I mean, it's just, this is exactly what I'm talking about when it comes to March Madness and why it's the best sport. Because while that was a great win for Furman, we all know this, that's so cool to see a higher-seeded team upsetting the big bad boys from the ACC. But it all goes back to last year. I've told this story four times now in the sports world. I'm going to tell it again. They were in the championship game at the SoCon Conference Tournament. They took a two-point lead with 4.7 seconds left against Tennessee Chattanooga last year. Tennessee Chattanooga heaves up a 40-footer with three people on them, and they make it. They go to the tournament last year. Furman doesn't. And Mike Bothwell and Jalen Slauson, who literally took over the game when Bothwell was in foul trouble, came back for a fifth year to play at Furman to get to the tournament, and then they have a moment like that. I mean, you can't, you can't beat it. That's why you got to love college basketball. So huge ups to Furman. The Paladins do it for me. It got my day off to a great start. Had a good day yesterday. 
I did win. Had some losers in there. But if you go to my picks, once again, my picks were, um, I think, three. I, you know, my, my, two, my two main picks uh, for this first round were Furman plus the five and a half or six. They won outright. And then today, late at night, Kent State plus four against Indiana. Now, I gave four other picks. Two of them were yesterday. One of them was Colgate, plus 13.5, that lost. One of them was University of uh, Louisiana Lafayette, plus 11, they won. Or maybe they were plus 10.5 when I put it out. So, But Furman, uh, uh, Colgate, if you did an eight-point teaser, that was a winner. So you went 2-1 and one just using the spread, 3-0 and oh on eight-point teasers. I know people, I know any person in the gambling world will tell you never tease basketball, but by golly, I'm now 9-0 and over the last two years if you tease them eight points. And I got three games going today, I believe, that I put up on the website. Crap, which ones are they? Let me pull it up real quick because I forgot off the top of my head. Um, was Iona one of them? I think Iona was one of them. Um, let's see here. Hang on. <clears throat> Yeah, uh, the other games that I liked, Colgate plus 13.5, that loss, but it did cover a 8-point tease. Louisiana, Louisiana plus 10.5 versus Tennessee, that covered. Iona plus 9, Drake plus 2.5. Those are the two I have going today, along with my bonus pick, which counts in my record, Kent State plus 4. So, three more games today. But what an unbelievable day yesterday. Um, obviously, another big upset. Princeton, the 15 seed. In the um, in the South takes down number two seed Arizona, and man, that is just a choke job by Arizona because I don't know how many people were actually following this. I mean, you were probably watching the game, but did you realize that Arizona was up fifty five fifty with four and a half minutes left in the game? You know what the final was fifty nine fifty five Princeton Arizona got shut out for the last four and a half minutes of the game as a two seed. That's embarrassing. And last year, they should have lost in the second round of TCU. They got taken to, a, uh, to overtime against TCU. I, something is off with this Arizona team. I don't care what they do in the regular season. For years and years now, they have struggled as a tournament team. Yes, they're the last national champion that finished, that, that was located west of Texas. But my gosh, this team struggles in the postseason. A lot of early round exits. They've lost as a two-seed twice now. It's only happened 11 times in college basketball history. And Arizona has accounted for two of those, where a 15 beat a two. However, it's happened seven times, you know, 11 times overall, but seven of those have happened in the last 10 years. So it's becoming more and more common for a 15 to knock off a two. It's almost like every other year you're getting one. Did I think Princeton was going to beat Arizona? No. And the way that game was going, especially in the beginning, Princeton couldn't hit the broad side of a barn. Arizona was doing what they wanted, and then yet Princeton just kept chipping away, chipping away, chipping away. They win the game. Unbelievable. Now, those were really the only two games where a very much higher-seeded team won. We had... The only, I think the only other game where a higher-seeded team won... Oh, Penn State beat Texas A&M as a 10. So now it's 25 out of the last six years. 20, 25 out of the last 26 years. A 10 has beaten a 7. 
Auburn was a nine seed. They beat eight seeded Iowa, and that's it. Furman and Princeton. Furman, Princeton, and Auburn. So only three higher seeded teams won yesterday. And if you look at your bracket, you probably did pretty well. I did four brackets. I went 12 and four on all four of my brackets. I, I nailed every game in the Midwest and the West. Houston, Auburn, Penn State, Texas, Kansas, Arkansas, Northwestern, UCLA. Got them all on all four of my brackets. My losses were in the were in the South and the East. However, I did not have Arizona going past the Sweet 16, and I did not have. And then I obviously have everybody. So all my Sweet 16 teams are still available, are still alive, and um, yeah, I just did not have Arizona going far. So no big deal there. That's the two that I missed. The Missouri, I, I missed Missouri and I missed Arizona. And then I also missed uh, West, I had West Virginia beating Maryland and Louisiana Lafayette pulling the upset on Tennessee, which they almost did. They lost by three. So um, just a great day all around of college basketball. Can't beat it. Tomorrow, I have my seats all set up. I'm not going to have to go down there at 530 in the morning. Thank God. I'm just going to sleep tonight. I'm recording this right now about 10 o'clock. I got to do the daily roundup, and then I'm going straight to bed. And uh, I'll set my alarm to send out the tweet for uh, the daily roundup and the sports daily, but then I'm going right back to bed. Probably be down there about 8.30 in the morning for the 9.10 tip-off. I just, I, I, I've, I, felt like I, I feel like I've got been hit by a Mack truck. Just, ugh. Anyway, um... To go over some of the numbers from yesterday, if you want to break it down, no real leans either way. There were 16 games, eight favorites covered, eight dogs covered. Now, of those eight dogs that covered, five of them, five of them won outright. And that was Furman, Maryland, Penn State. Missouri, and Princeton. And the three other dogs that covered were Texas A&M, Corpus Christi, Northern Kentucky covered against Houston, and um, what was the other one? Um, oh, UL, uh, UL Lafayette covered against Tennessee. So <clears throat> no real lean either way. Last year, I know in the first uh, in the first round of the thirty-two games, I believe almost twenty. It was twenty dogs covered and twelve favorites covered. So, I have a feeling the fact that only three higher-seeded teams won today. I've been following this long enough to know we're getting more upsets today. Only three higher-seeded teams won yesterday. We're getting we're getting some today. It's just a matter of who it's going to be. A lot of good games out there today, you know. I still think, you know, you're looking at, I know people, are, I, I'm on UC Santa Barbara, I'm on Pittsburgh, I'm on Drake, and of course I'm on Kent State. Those are probably the four dogs that I have, and I am going to take Iona with the points. I don't think Iona's going to beat UConn, but I'll take them with the points and even tease that up to 17 points, because that's a lot. I don't think they're going to lose by 17 to UConn. I think they could pull the upset. The favorites that I like today really are only Creighton and, gosh, 
maybe Memphis. Memphis as a small favorite. That's really it. I even like Montana State. I'm telling you right now, eight game. I know eight. I know today. I, I know yesterday, eight dogs covered and eight favorites covered. I'm telling you right now, more dogs are going to cover today than not. At least five three, if not six two. I've just been around this long enough to know we're going to get upsets today. Some dogs are going to win outright, if not cover the spread. So keep that in mind as you look at today's games. Today's winners obviously set up some good matchups for Saturday. can't believe I won every, every the whole side on the Midwest and the West games. I won every game, eight for eight. Houston and Auburn, I'm telling you right now, Houston is not going to win this thing. And I would not be surprised if Auburn beat them. Houston just doesn't look right. Obviously, when the player of the year is hurting and he tried to play, and that was a horrible decision by them. Jamal Shedd hyperextended his knee. He says he's playing, but gosh, now they're two best players. One of them's definitely going to be out, and Jamal Shedd might be out. Well, he says he's playing, but... I can't put a lot of stock into a hyperextended knee coming back two days later. Penn State, Texas. I think Texas should handle Penn State, even though, gosh, Penn State is really playing some good ball at the end of the year. Kansas, Arkansas. All I know is this. Eric Musselman teams do well in the tournament. They always have. Even when you count him out. He's beaten a one seed before. It's not far-fetched to think they could possibly beat Kansas. Northwestern UCLA should be a route. UCLA should win that game by double digits. On the other side of the bracket, Alabama is playing Maryland. Bama should win. San Diego State and Furman. Hey, if Furman can beat Virginia, I think they can beat San Diego State. They probably will get killed on the boards again. But I also expect them to have their best player play more than 18 to 20 minutes. And Mike Bothwell, as long as he stays out of foul trouble, I think they can absolutely beat San Diego State. Keep that in mind. We've got Missouri playing Princeton. Winner of that one's going to the Sweet 16. I, I think Princeton's run comes to an end. And then Duke and Tennessee, I, I'm, I'm flabbergasted that that line is Duke minus 2.5 right now. Do they not know Rick Barnes' track record in the NCAA tournament? How bad he is? How bad they looked yesterday against you, Lafayette? They went up 48-30, to 30 and they won 58-55. They got outscored 25-10 to 10 the rest of the game. After going up 48-30. I don't trust them as far as I can throw them. And they're playing Duke, who's playing about as well as anybody in the country right now. And Duke is only a two-and-a-half point favorite? Man, somebody must be very happy with Rick Barnes. But, jeez. That game, I mean, they, he didn't come close to covering yet again. By the way, one gambling note when it comes to Rick Barnes. He is now 4-14-1 against the spread in his last 19 tournament games. This guy just does not cover against the spread in the tournament. Keep that in mind when they're only getting two and a half against Duke. And especially in that Duke game against Oral Roberts, I know that was a chic pick to uh, you know think Oral Roberts was going to upset them. That line kept dropping. It was five and a half. Ten minutes into that game, you realized, oh, crap, if I'm on Oral Roberts, I'm on the wrong side of this because Duke absolutely manhandled them. That game was never close. I live bet the game. In the first half, Duke minus 16 and a half. I said, they're going to win this game by over 20. Uh, what was the final? What, what did the final end up being on the Duke game? It ended up being... Um, uh, 
74, they won by 23, 74, 51. I won my, I won my in, uh, I won my live bet because I bet Duke minus 16 and a half when they were up 18 in the first half. I'm just like, they're, Oral Roberts can't play with them. It's a mismatch. So, um, great games, uh, you know, was a great games today. The tournament was so much fun. Like I said, I'm just completely worn out. I'm going to end this thing uh, a little bit early, 16 and a half minutes. That's fine for me. I I feel like I'm seeing stars right now. I just, man. <sighs> anyway, um, I hope you all did well in your brackets. I hope you all did well if you placed any bets. Um, like you said, if you really want my advice for today, it's. I know this sounds like some sort of cop-out. It really isn't. But I have been following college basketball for a long time. I have been coming to the opening weekend of the tournament for the last six years. While we did have two great upsets yesterday with Princeton beating Arizona and Furman beating uh, Virginia and only one other higher seed winning, I'm telling you, it's coming today. There's going to be a bloodbath of dogs that at least keep the game close, definitely cover. And I'd say more than three or four. I'd say at least half. No, not half. That'd be eight. But 16 games today, I'd say at least six higher seeds are going to win the game outright. Six. Because you only got one one sixteen game and one two fifteen game today. So it's a lot of games in that 7-10, and 8-9, 5-12, 11 All four 6-11 games are today. We know the 11 seed does well in the tournament. Um, and that is today Pittsburgh, Providence against Kentucky, Arizona State against TCU, and NC State against Creighton. One, if not two of those, are probably winning outright. I wish I knew which ones are because we'd all be rich together, but I don't. Um, uh, but I, you know, the 12 5 games, VCU, St. Mary's, Drake's, uh, Drake, Miami, I, I, these are good games. It's going to be, I'm telling you. I'm telling you with 16 games today, there's going to be upsets. As great as yesterday was, they were both two games in the mid-morning. After, and when the afternoon game started, when we had eight games left, there were no upsets. You know? Everybody, everything pretty much held to form. Favorites covered six of the last eight games, I believe. So keep that in mind. I really think we're going to have some upsets today. And definitely, and that's just winning the game outright. So taking the points, just cherry on top of the icing or whatever, frosting. or I don't know. I'm so delirious right now. Anyway, thank you all for listening. I really appreciate it. Please rate, subscribe, and review in Apple Podcasts. I had a lot of you tweet at me and a lot of you message me after the Furman win saying, oh, my God, you called it. You said this two weeks ago. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to, you know, I trust me. I've had plenty of losers as well. Um, I, I do lose bets for sure, but I like it when something that I handicap and I was really on for a couple weeks comes through, just like that one. And it's a, it was nice to get off to start my day uh, with not only a victory but an outright win because I bet them on the money line as well. So if Kent State can pull off a win tomorrow and beat Indiana outright, it'll be another great payday for me as well. So thank you all for listening. I really appreciate it. And remember... Sports will always be the greatest reality show on television. See ya!